Welcome to 10 Minutes to Being Boss, a bite-sized show for creative business owners where we give you actual insights, tools, and tactics. I'm Corey Winter, and here's your host, Emily Thompson. So I totally just realized that our book baby birthday, our book baby's birthday. But it's not a baby anymore. It's a toddler. It is a toddler. It's two years old in three days from recording this. Terrible twos. Terrible too. She's going to be a delight. Actually, whatever. I hope she causes a ruckus for sure. Two years. That blows my mind. And cue the irony. We had a listener buy the book recently, and she sent us a question. Uh, and her question is, since it's two years old, and you've had a lot of time to think about what you wrote, is there anything in the Bing Boss book that you feel, after having three or four more years of experience, that you think would need to be updated or revised? Are there things in the book that you see or would word differently today than you did when you wrote it? Oh, my God. I love that someone has asked this question. Oh, this makes me so happy. Okay, so my gut reaction is no in that. But like, but there's there's an asterisk there. So I'll, I'll get to that in a second. I will say that I feel like the Being Boss book holds so true. So very true. And I can't speak for Kathleen here, but like I feel like she would have I feel like she would um, she would agree with me on this point where we were very, very intentional about creating, about writing this book in a way that it would be very timeless. Like we were even kind of weird about putting a link to the worksheets in it. Like what if the internet dies <laughs> in like 50 years and you can't, like are we going to have to keep these worksheet pages up forever? We really wanted people to be able to, pick this book up 10, 15, 40 years from now, and it still feel very relevant for what it means to show up and do the work to, uh, you know, create a life and work that's operating on your terms. So for the most part, no, I totally stand behind it. And I sometimes use it. Sometimes I'll pick it up. I remember, especially in like the, the worst of burnout, I remember having a day where like, I think I just need to read the Being Boss book. And so I picked up the book and read the mindset chapter and it was so good. It was so great. And I, that may sound weird, but I, right. I know, but let me, there's also a caveat there because Kathleen and I wrote it together. Whenever I read this book, I don't feel like I wrote it. Like, I feel like there was like this third person that was created by Kathleen and I getting together to create this book. And so, yes, I feel like if I had written it in my words and me reading that, it would be really weird. But I don't, whenever I read it, it's like, I like I didn't write that book. I did not write, I did write that book, but I did not write that book. The product that is that book now did not come from just me. So maybe it's ego, but like, I don't feel like it's ego. It's just a really good book. <laughs> The thought of combining you and Kathleen <laughs> into a third person is kind of terrifying. Right? Her name would be Kimberly. I feel like we've had enough people pitch us to the wrong names that there's been like many weird iterations of our words over, or of our names over the years. It's, it's called being boss. <laughs> All right. So as timeless as the book was written to be, obviously the world is a much different place than it was two years ago or even just a month ago as of recording this episode. So would you change anything from what is in the book now? Okay, so yes. And I have thought about this a couple of times. And this actually came up for me most when talking um, 
When talking to a coaching friend of mine a couple of years ago, she's um, a couple decades older than me, and we were talking about values. And so values is one of those foundational exercises um, of being boss. Um, We talk about it in, oh my God, maybe the mindset chapter of the book. I can't even remember. But it's so foundational. We we have a page, beingboss.club slash values, where we have like a quiz. Um, It's very much so a part of how it is that we do business. It's also, I think, the first exercise in our uh, CEO day kit. It is sort of the foundation of moving forward with a business and life that you feel great about. It's understanding and living out your values. And in the Being Boss book, I remember Kathleen and I actually spent a lot of time talking about the difference between values and intentions. Because Understanding your values and practicing your values and doing business with your values as sort of the foundation of what it is that you're creating is definitely a part of being boss. And then we also talk a lot about practicing intentions. And we spend a lot of time defining the difference between values and intentions because there's like, they're actually, it's not black and white. It's not like here's values and here's intentions. It's kind of just like a bunch of gray muddiness between them. But to write a book, we had to get really clear as to what values are and what intentions are. And one of the differentiating factors that we gave them, and this definitely came from tons of conversations and tons of um, sort of experience talking bosses through these exercises and things was that values were things that held true for you for your entire life. So they're sort of these character giving elements of your being that don't change from, you know, childhood through old age. And intentions were things that you just tried on for size, just whenever. You could practice intentions, any intentions all day, every day. You could change them up every minute if you want, whatever it may be. But the values hold true. And I think one of the big shifts that I would make now is that I think your values change at least a little bit throughout your life. And I'm thinking maybe there's like three or four big seasons of values in the span of your entire life. So it's not like this month my values are these and this month like I'm a completely different person and I value these things. But I do think that the things that you value whenever you're in college can be quite a bit different than the things that you value in retirement, let's say. I think there can be a common thread and I'm not that old. So maybe like I just haven't had enough experience yet to call it one way or the other. But through some conversations that I've had, especially with people who are older than me, um, or maybe it's even that as you get older, you sort of become more and more attuned to your values in a way that you couldn't when you were younger. But I think I would maybe change some language about the sort of characteristics of values. I think they can change. Okay. So I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this ahead of time, but for the values that you personally had back when you wrote the book, have you had any values change? No. (laughs) Hold on. No, you know, I don't think so. I, whenever I've gone back and look at some of my old CEO days, and that's one of my favorite things about the CEO day kit is that I can go back and see how my 
how my, at least my perceptions of my values have changed over the years and also how my revenue has changed, my marketing plans and all of those things. But for the sake of values, um, I do feel like there are sort of core, two core values that I've whole held very true. And that's freedom. And I think that one will never change. Um, and creativity. And I think that one also may never change. But every year there's like one or two others, because we usually encourage people to choose like three or four values. Like what are these like hardcore values that define your existence? Um, there's like these two that kind of remain nebulous, that just kind of shift around and change depending on what's happening. And all that to say, like, I think you can claim, I think you can claim values that are very important for you in the phase of life that you currently find yourself, but may just be the result of the season that you're in. But also, I can also do a follow-up to this episode when I'm like 80 and let you know. If podcasts are still a thing. In In the 2060s? (laughs) That's weird to think about, right? So anyway, I think that's like, of all the things in the book, I literally don't think I can think of another thing that I would change. Otherwise, it is a timeless beauty and like pearls and a leather jacket. Okay. First of all, you're talking about a toddler. So, uh, Well, she's a real classy lady. She would win all the little (laughs) toddler beauty pageants. (laughs) Love it. Have questions and looking for answers? Join bosses from around the world in the Being Boss community and be a part of an ongoing conversation about cultivating a boss mindset, creating healthy boundaries, some real-life business tactics, and more. Learn more and join us at beingboss.club community.